Well, hello and God bless you. Welcome to BlendCouragesYou.com, where we are here with the word of the Lord to help keep you encouraged to stay on the wall for the Lord. My name is Blend, and I count it an honor from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ to be here with all of you on this episode number 160 of our podcast. Well, BCU family, I'm going to come to you with a random yet intentional thought. Let's unpack that. Please go ahead and get your Bibles, your notebooks, something to write with, a snack, and settle on in. Blend Courages You is coming to you with the VIP experience. That's what's coming up next. All right, BCU family, we are going to get into our podcast content momentarily. Right now, I would like to establish protocol. So if you are a longtime listener, thank you so very much for being here. We certainly do appreciate you. And if you happen to be a first time listener, you know what? Thank you so much. We certainly appreciate you being here as well. And I'm going to ask you to consider right now making our relationship permanent. So wherever you are listening from, if you're on the blendcouragesyou.com site, if you're on Stitcher Radio, Google Play, on iTunes, or now known as Apple Podcasts, or on SoundCloud, wherever you are listening from, do me a favor and go ahead and hit the subscribe button. That's all you have to do, and that gets you in as an official part of the BCU family. Welcome. So let me explain what I meant in the introduction with the random versus intentional comment. So many times when we are with family members or friends, for an example, and we have one conversation going about something in particular, and someone in the group interjects something else that doesn't really match with what was being said, someone will say, well, hmm, that was random, and we'll get a chuckle out of it and and move on. And while that does happen sometimes, I am noticing and paying more attention to the fact that with God, it's different. And let me give you another example. So have you all ever been just driving along to work or to church, not really having anything particular in mind that you're meditating on. Maybe you're singing a song or thinking about a scripture or just taking a look at the scenery and the Lord will drop something into your heart. And you think sometimes to yourself, well, that was random. And while it may seem random because it wasn't something that you were actively thinking about or pursuing in your mind, our awesome and intentional God will let us know certain things, will give us direction, guidance, wisdom, knowledge, instruction, understanding at times where we don't have a lot of brain clutter. So what I am learning, BCU family, is to not necessarily call those moments random, but intentional. Thank God for them and then act on whatever it is that he has said to do with his help and grace. 
So that wasn't the intention of the podcast content today. I just wanted to lay a little foundation as to what I'd like to talk about. And that is all about the VIP experience. Now, let me just explain that VIP stands for very important person. And for those that may not know what that means, it it basically just equates to uh, someone getting extra special treatment for who they are or what they've contributed or something along those lines. And that whatever regular treatment you give to everyone for this VIP, you want to give them treatment that's over and above what is your standard or norm. So now that we have that definition down, I'd like to apply this in the context of concerts and things like that. So let me give you a little background, BCU family. Now, I'm going to be dating myself here, and that is quite okay. Uh, Back in the early 90s, uh, 1992 to be exact, when I got the Holy Ghost, uh, this was a time that was, was just ripe for awesome choir music. And anyone that grew up in that particular era knows that, and I won't go through naming the artists and things, but the artists were just coming through with hit after hit after hit after hit. Uh, They were fantastic. A lot of those songs were rich in the lyrics. Uh, These were songs and spiritual hymns that you could sing and that would help get you through along, of course, with prayer and the word of God, uh, your situations and, and trials. And because of so much great music, I presume, a lot of these artists were on tour. And where I live in New England, when someone was coming to town, let me tell you, BCU family, that was a big deal. It was a big deal because we didn't get a lot of people uh, coming through uh, here. So my family and my church family, we, when someone was coming to town, we would get our little coins together, going out and enjoy the concert and come back and talk about that thing for days. It was just a great experience to be in corporate praise and worship and, and to have that live experience, you know, what you listen to on the, okay, the cassette tape or the CD to actually see uh, the, the artist live. It was just amazing. And to be with other people that love that artist, it was just an amazing experience. Now, of course, BCU family, this wonderful live music came with a price. Now, for the most part, from what I can recall, many of the artists that came to town had general admission pricing, which meant that you paid one price, you went in to see the artist and enjoy the musical concert. Now, on occasion, depending on the artist, who was opening up for that particular person, the venue, and probably some other algorithms, there was a VIP pricing package as well, in addition to the general admission price. Now, of course, with the VIP tickets, those costed significantly more, but you got some sort of perk along with it. For example, maybe you were able to get a backstage pass. You were able to get in early for choice seats or you got a t-shirt, something along those lines. Now, I'll tell you, BCU family, that at that time, my daughter was little 
And I was a single mom, so I certainly was not interested nor looking at any VIP anything. <laughs> I didn't pay it any attention. I beeline straight for what I knew that I could afford and really didn't think much about uh, the VIP ticket pricing until recently. Let me explain. And, and this is where, the, where that intentional thought God put into my heart that I wanted to expand on a little bit. So I happened to be on one of my social media accounts and ran across a clip of a group singing gospel music. And what stopped me was just the way that this group worshiped and praised God. You can see just the the love of God on their faces and how they just praised him with their whole heart. So the group, the person that was leading the song, it was absolutely fantastic. And it really propelled me to want to know more about this group. Now, BCU family, I have to confess to you that I really don't know a lot about many of the newer artists. I do know some. I, I don't keep up with all of them uh, for the simple fact that I just like gospel music to sound like gospel music. And I know that the sounds and things change and the instruments change. The words should really point back to Christ. And that's what's important to me. So when someone tells me about a group or a soloist or what have you, and they think I'll like it, I'll definitely check it out. But I had no recommendations with this one. I just decided to check it out. So in checking out this person and their group a little further, I saw that they were giving a concert and I happened to look at where they were going to be, the venue, and saw that there were general admission ticket prices and also VIP ticket prices. And out of curiosity, I went to see how much the tickets were. What was the difference in the ticket prices? And you could get in general admission wise for maybe around $30, something like that. And for a VIP ticket, it would cost you upwards of about $200. And there were different levels that you could purchase and what came with this VIP experience uh, basically was early admission. You got to speak with the artist and a chance to uh, do some purchasing without a whole lot of people being around, just the VIPs. And that BCU family drove me to question, why is it that we are charging extra to bring people through a door early? And not even just that, 
but to meet an artist and their group. How is it that the body of Christ is even comfortable in offering up seats for a concert experience that are two, three, and in some cases four times as much as the regular admission price just for early seating, closer seating, and perhaps a photo op or meet and greet. So let me put a pen right in there for just a moment, BCU family, and go over something really quickly because I can already hear some of the questions and comments that may come in. So what I want to say is is that God does give all of us certain gifts and or talents. There is a difference. Now, gifts are listed in the scriptures. You can find out what gifts are in the book of Romans, chapter 12, verses 6 through 8. Ephesians, chapter 4, verses 11 through 13. And 1 Corinthians, chapter 12, in its entirety. Now, those are gifts. Talents are things along the lines of, let's just say, painting, writing, baking, singing. Those would be considered talents. Now, BCU family, if God has given you an amazing talent and he has authorized you, he has blessed you to charge for that talent, then absolutely You do what God says. You just want to do it fairly to provide all things honest in the sight of all men. And that's in the book of Romans. I want to say chapter 12, verse 17. So for example, let's just say for an example, I want to go with the baker for a moment because I know one amazing baker and raw materials cost money, eggs, flour, sugar, uh, butter, Uh, All of the ingredients that go into, you know, making the icing and, and things along those lines. And not just that, it's the time that goes into assembling the cake and making it look absolutely beautiful. Something that could be on the cover of a magazine that the time that goes into that uh, is money and we should charge for it and we should pay for that. No doubt about it. And again, we're going to charge fairly according to you know the time that it takes and the intensity and, and all of those things. So with baking, I can see where there would be a different, a tier system, so to speak, where there's levels. What I don't understand, BCU family, is that if I am an artist of sorts and I am giving a concert that I'm going to have two different ticket prices one for the people who just want the general admission and the other for the ones who can afford to pay to talk to me after the show or the concert is over. The ones who can afford to go down to the front row seats, the ones who can afford to 
pay for a photo op? And does this become a respecter of persons issue? James chapter two talks about that. And of course, it's not exactly parallel, but you can see uh, where there could be an issue. And James lets us to know that when a man comes into the assembly with a gold ring and goodly apparel, and you know, obviously this person has money and someone else comes in with a uh, vile raiment and we give respect to that person that has the better clothing that can afford to do A, B, and C. And we say, sit here in the good place. And we just put the people that have the general admission, if you will, wherever we become partial. And what happens is, is that we're catering in these situations to those who can afford to be catered to. We're putting a line between the haves and the have nots. And again, not for the music necessarily, it's for the access and the perks and things after. And charging for the concert and the music is one thing, BCU family, because again, uh, venues, sound systems, having uh, your band and all of those things, they cost money. And you want to be able to pay that bill and give enough to the people to be able to, uh, your, your staff to be able to take care of their families. And I get all of that. And that makes complete and total sense. It's the above and beyond that is an issue for me at this point. It's an issue and something we should think about. And even going back to the scriptures, when we think about Jesus, when we go back into the book of Luke, I believe it's chapter eight, where the woman had the issue of blood. Uh, there were many people that were there just thronging about Jesus. Jesus was in town. And, and one thing I love about Jesus, one of many things, is that Jesus didn't charge anybody for anything. And yes, I know he was Jesus. And yes, I know he didn't need it. The point of it is, is that Jesus just freely gave. That's just what he did. And I love that about him. And when it came down to the woman with the issue of blood, I know I got off track there for a minute. I'm just giving God some praise. Uh, the woman with the issue of blood, uh, she got into the crowd. Uh, the scriptures say that she had spent all of her money. She had nothing else. And this is Luke chapter eight, uh, starting at verse number 43. She spent all of her living on physicians and no one could heal her. And she heard that Jesus was in town and she came behind him. And all she wanted to do was touch the hem of his garment so that she could be made whole. And that is exactly what she did. That is exactly what she did. So she got to get her healing from Jesus without having to stand in a line. My God, I thank you. Not having to pay anything at all. <laughs> and, and what I love about this story, BCU family, in Luke chapter 8, is that Jesus was actually on his way to heal Jairus's daughter. And Jairus was a synagogue leader. And if you think about it, Jairus was probably in the upper echelon of people versus this woman with the issue of blood who had spent all of her living. So she had nothing else. And inadvertently, she bumped into Jesus, so to speak, 
and received her healing because of her faith. Jesus was Jesus and he knew all things. He didn't back off from her. He didn't go around. He didn't tell her, well, wait, 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 don't touch me because you are have to get in the back of the line or I didn't receive your monies or any of that sort of thing. Bottom line is, is that Jesus uh, leveled uh, healing, deliverance, and salvation. He leveled all of that and he was accessible to everyone. Not everyone accepted him, but he was accessible. And what I'm saying here, BCU family, is that while again, we may need to charge for things, we want to make it accessible to everyone. Not everyone will want to come to what it is that we're doing. But what we want to do is be sure that we're charging fairly and that we don't go above and beyond uh, what it is that we're charging just for an opportunity for someone to snap a selfie or to have a conversation uh, with us and that God would want us to do things differently so that we are actually ministering versus making merchandise of people. So what can be done differently so that you can impact as many people personally as possible while still making a living? And there's ways to get that done, BCU family. We've got to be creative in that, ask the Lord what to do, and he will guide us to that so that he's pleased and that as many people as possible are blessed by the gift or the talent rather that God has freely given you. Amen. Amen. Well, now this is going to be a pretty explosive topic, I take it. And I'd like to hear what your thought, thoughts are on it. So if you're not already on the blendcouragesyou.com site, please head there, go down to the comment section and leave me what your thoughts are so that we can continue our conversation. Well, BCU family, I have got to wrap things up. Once again, this is Blend from BlendCouragesYou.com here. Thank you all so much for tuning in. And Lord will, until the next time we are together, may our awesome God bless you, keep you, make his face to shine upon you, and give you peace as you stay on the walk.